Hello, I'm Matt Cullinan. I'm a master coach, podcaster, and founder of the Kindness Project, We Make Good Happen. And today, we're talking about seven actionable ideas to master 2022. This is the We Make Success Happen podcast with Matt Cullinan. I've always been intrigued by what makes people successful, what success means to them, and how we can apply their techniques to make our lives more successful. So firstly, do an honest audit. Have a think back about what you've been doing this past year. Did it work? What worked? What didn't work? What do you need to hold on to? What do you fold on? This is the whole thing with the new year. It's a really good time to reflect. You've got a bit of downtime as well. And you can look back on that previous year and just reflect on stuff that's happened, stuff that worked well, how you recovered from stuff not going so well. And also it's a really good time to start something new or double down on things that have really worked. Be honest, use your gut. I think you've got to really trust your gut. You can ask other experts, ask your mentor or coach or other people that you work with, you know, should we carry on with this? Should we double down on this? Do you give stuff another six months? Do you give stuff another year? So use your gut, trust your gut. It's usually right. Then once you've done that honest audit, set your intention for the next year and be specific about your goal, a number, by a certain date. So you could say, I want 10 new clients by this date. So rewards work really well. And I've been doing this with one of my current coaching clients is the fact that we've set out rewards for getting a certain number of new clients or selling a certain number of programs. So at five, you get this reward. At 10, you get this reward. At 15, this reward. And it just goes up and up. Obviously, make the reward quite sort of small to begin with and then as it increases make the reward bigger and I think it's always useful to have a reward that just pushes you out of that comfort zone and it's like almost unattainable it's like really can I do that what you're doing here is gamifying it and it's really good fun so you could stick stick that up have your rewards for getting new clients for doing those sales for selling a program And you can look at that reward chart. If you're doing like videos or sales calls, put that reward up. Have a look at it first. Kind of celebration of your own success and celebration of the efforts. And that's the sort of thing that keeps you going when maybe the doubt sets in or the fatigue sets in. So have that rewards up near where you're doing those calls or doing those videos just to gamify it and keep you going. So once you've done your intention and set your goals for the next year, it's really good to do visualization. And this is the second point. Now, visualization is really powerful and it definitely works. Lots of top athletes use it. Lots of top performers use it. You can visualize stuff out in the future, visualize it actually happening It's really good to kind of close your eyes and do this. When you visualize something really powerfully, as in you see what you saw, hear what you heard, feel what you felt, you may even smell, taste that kind of event happening. 
And your brain doesn't even know that it's not actually happening right now, especially if you do it in the right way. And it's really powerful because it feels real. So your brain doesn't know the difference. And this is what we do with my coaching clients is that we will use confident events or events where they felt really calm or really excited in the past. And we do this thing called anchoring where we can stimulate the brain to remembering those really successful times in the past and bring them into the present. And it works exactly the same when you're doing it out into the future as well. So you could close your eyes and you might even want to do this now, but don't do it if you're driving or walking along or something. But maybe you want to close your eyes now and just think about this year ahead. So if you close your eyes, visualize where you would love to be in six months time or a year what will it look like? What will you see? What will you hear? How will you feel? Are there any smells or tastes? And really kind of soak it in and just stay in that moment. See what you see, hear what you heard, feel what you felt. And really savour and soak into that successful event in the future and make it real right now. So if you open up your eyes, that is just a really quick example of visualization there. And it works really well. And I've done this with coaching clients where they've gone into pitches or done a big talk and I get them to actually close their eyes and we run through the whole thing from like walking into the room doing the pitch, shaking their hand, seeing the people congratulate them afterwards and saying either we'd love to work for you or seeing people queue up to speak to them after they've done their talk. So we visualise it going from the start, actually walking into that event, it going really well, people giving them really good feedback and it being successful. And you know what? <laughs> Most of the time it works. Because if you visualize stuff not going well and keep repeating it in your head as in, I'm going to do this pitch, it's going to be rubbish, they're going to turn me down, or I'm going to go for this interview and they're going to turn me down, they're going to pull up this and I'm going to feel really embarrassed and not know the answer. And if you keep playing that back to yourself, of course, <laughs> it doesn't really work in your favor. The more you can do visualization of successful, positive outcomes of stuff in the future, the more likely it will happen because it's almost like the brain sets in motion the pathway. You've created the end result, the pathway. You visualized it happening. And so life and your brain and your actions should start to follow that pathway and should start to play out to make that happen. And once you know that outcome, then you can take little bits of action every single day to make that visualization even more real. Which brings me on to number three, which is habits. And there's a saying, change your habits, change your life. And I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's definitely recommended. I listened to it on Audible as well. And it's all about making small changes and improvements each day. He calls it continuous improvement. I'll put a link in the, the show notes to his blog post about it. And also his habit tracker. I'm a big fan of his habit tracker. And you more know from bad habits that it's just slow. You don't see the change instantly. It's the same with good habits as well, is that 
if you do something in a small way, small changes, small positive changes, small positive improvements each day, that compounds over time. And there's this phrase going around that 1% better every day compounds over time. And he worked it out that if you get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. So I'll say that again. If you get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done, which is incredible. You just need to improve 1% every day, which I think is totally doable. You're going to be 37 times better than if you did nothing and just stayed as you are. Yeah, just thinking about his habit tracker. And I've got his habit tracker. I'll link that in the show notes as well. James Clear's habit tracker. And his habit tracker is just really, really simple. On my habit tracker, it's just a column. You can just write in whatever your new habit is or a habit that you want to continue doing. And you just put a tick. He says put a cross, but I don't I don't think the cross works. I think visually having a tick is much better. And so on my habit tracker, I've just got it stuck up here just in front of my microphone is things like smoothie a run now he says about habits is that actually you don't want to make it so tricky like going to the gym every day and this happens at the start of january people make all these new year's resolutions that i'm going to go to the gym every single day and the problem is when you set the bar really high as soon as you have a failure or a couple of failures most people give up and say, oh, it didn't work. And so he suggests making these habits or these mini goals to be attainable. So on my habit tracker, I've got run three times a week. I haven't said run every single day because I'm busy. <laughs> I've got a, a six-year-old, you know, there's loads of other things going on, which probably won't mean that I'm going to be able to run every single day. So even just having run three times a week and I can just visually look at my habit tracker and know that sometimes I haven't been able to get run three times a week. I've only managed twice, but actually I can quickly see visually over the course of the month that I've been pretty good at running and the same I have like smoothie on there. So each day I have a smoothie and I'll just put a little tick there. And also what I do have on there is gratitude as well, because I need to be reminded to do a little bit of gratitude each day. Some people can just pick up these habits and just wake up and do these certain things. But I quite like having this visual. And so on one of my columns, I've got gratitude. And each day I do gratitude, I can just put a tick on there. And I don't beat myself up. If I don't do it, it doesn't really matter. There's another opportunity to do it another day. So this is all part of making yourself just 1% better each day. And I'd highly, highly recommend this habit tracker. And it's been groundbreaking for me. And it seems really, really simple. I used to think, oh, I'll just go a couple of times running a week. But I wouldn't really remember, you know, a month later or the end of the month, like how many times I have actually run. And just seeing it up visually in a really simple way is a great way to keep you on track and keep you accountable. And speaking of accountability, that brings me on to number four, which is get some support, get some coaching, get some mentoring. And the big thing is accountability. So the habit tracker is just a small accountability to yourself, really simple visual. 
But actually having accountability to someone who's got your back and keeps you accountable increases your chance of up to 95%, which is incredible. When I saw that stat, I was like, whoa, that that stat alone is a good reason to get some coaching. Because when you're accountable to yourself, things slip, especially things like New Year's resolutions. Only 9% on average of people that have made New Year's resolutions to themselves are successful in keeping them. 23% even forgot about their resolutions. One in 10 people said they failed because they made too many resolutions. Uh, 33% of participants who failed didn't keep track of their progress. So it just shows that being accountable to someone else who's there supporting you showing you, helping you on that pathway to success increases your chance of success by 95%. I mean, this podcast started because I was accountable to a mentor. And a couple of years ago, I was mentioning all these projects that I had going on. And they said to me, he said, well, why haven't you started the podcast? And I'd, at that point, I'd recorded a couple of episodes, but hadn't actually put them out because I had so many other things going on. I didn't think it was important. I didn't realize at that point the massive potential of podcasting and what happens, the exciting opportunities that happen once you get your podcast out there. And I hadn't realized that. They said, right, by the next time, I want you to have released an episode of your podcast. And when they told me that, I was like, oh my word, I'm going to have to actually commit now and get it out there. And a part of it was I suppose, a fear of judgment because you're pushing yourself out into the arena, which is ridiculous, really. I mean, there's going to be judgment whatever you do. So it's much better to put it out there. Most of the judgment is from yourself anyway. And so by having that accountability, I committed and got it out there because I didn't want to let people down. And I have coaching clients that say the same sort of thing is that at the end of each session, we normally come up with about three actionable things that that person needs to do by the next time that we meet up and have a, a coaching session. And people say to me, I try and do it with kindness, but I want to push people out of their comfort zone because that's the very common thing is that most people will stay in their comfort zone. You might be in this comfort zone and you might know it as well, is that actually having a coach gently pushes you out of that comfort zone into the growth zone. Because as soon as you get into the growth zone, that is where the real amazing, exciting things happen. And you'll look back when you're in that growth zone, you'll be like, that. oh my God, I can't believe <laughs> I've stayed in that comfort zone for so long because look what's happening to me now. I'm so excited. These things are happening. I'm having more income. I'm having more success. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And they'll be able to look back and just think, why didn't I move out of that comfort zone? And I was in a comfort zone with my public speaking because I had a real limiting belief in, wrongly instilled in me with a, a teacher in secondary school. And that limiting belief kept me in my comfort zone. So I didn't speak in front of groups. I couldn't get up on stage. I couldn't speak in front of other people. I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast because I was in that comfort zone. But actually, by getting out of that comfort zone, by speaking on stages by releasing a podcast, all these amazing opportunities happen. I mean, I wouldn't have done a BBC documentary about kindness if I hadn't put my podcast out there because a BBC producer heard my podcast, 
knew me from my kind of DJ music days and didn't realise that I actually spoke <laughs> because I'd, I'd turned down all these opportunities to speak up on stages or to be on judging panels and all these kind of things. So being accountable to someone increases your chances by up to 95%. The other brilliant thing of coaching is that it gets people over blocks like limiting beliefs, stuff that they may have had like me from childhood or teenage years that they feel like they can't do something. And also the big thing that I deal with is actually we're our own worst enemy, as in the voices in our head stop us from doing certain things to keep us safe. You know, that's what fear really is all about, is our minds are trying to keep us safe. And so what I do a lot of is by clever techniques, things like anchoring, I do a bit of hypnosis with some people, is turn those negative limiting beliefs, those negative voices, I turn down the volume on those voices and also give you techniques that when those voices crop up on how to deal with it, how to flood the brain with overriding positive evidence that you can get through this and be successful. So it's getting over those blocks and people sometimes don't have clarity on what they want to achieve. So it's finding people's clarity, finding people's purpose, remove those limiting beliefs, be accountable to someone and you can do amazing, amazing things. And I think personally that everyone should have a coach. I mean, even the top performers, top musicians, people like Tony Robbins, Richard Branson, they all have coaches because they realise that to get to the next level, they need support. They need that accountability and that guidance and those clever techniques to get to that next level. And so we can go through life being in that comfort zone, thinking, oh, I wish I'd, I'd done that. I'd love to have done that. Why wish when you can have someone support you and take you on that amazing journey take you across to that mountain, get you into your arena where you deserve to be. I think everyone has their own personal arena that they deserve to be in. They probably know it as well. You may know it that you deserve to be in this arena where you can demonstrate all these amazing skills that you have and bring value to the world and bring value to your community. I really believe that everyone has that potential to step into their own arena and do magical and amazing things. And so, yeah, if you want some coaching, potentially from me, you can go and check me out at one to one matcom That's numbers one to one matcom I occasionally have some offers. Like, so recently I've been doing like 50% off my coaching package. So you might want to uh, go and check that out. And one coaching client actually recouped her investment in five days. She was stuck on something. We broke her problem down into... I think it's like five actionable steps, mini actionable steps. And within five days of that session, she had completely recouped her whole coaching investment for the next six months, which is incredible. And she she's still going on and using those same techniques and earning even more money. I don't know where she is at now, but it's like, it's loads more. So, yeah, get in touch if you want coaching. And yeah, I may not be the right coach for you, but there are loads of amazing coaches out there go and check them out you can also go and have a look at my wife andrea kalanan as well she's amazing with female entrepreneurs as well 
And so there's these world of great coaches out there in the world. And like I said, I believe everyone should have a coach because it really helps them step into the person they deserve to be. So number five, be kind to yourself. As I've mentioned, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy, as in those limiting beliefs and those voices, those negative voices in our head can stop us from going for great opportunities. I bet you there have been times where you've talked yourself out of going for that promotion or that job or going to that particular opportunity or event where you know, actually, if you went for it, you might have got it or exciting things might have happened if you had stepped out of that fear and that comfort zone and actually done what you actually really wanted to do. So it's learning to be kind to yourself. Sometimes we need to take on board those voices. It might just be fear speaking and realize that it's actually just trying to keep you safe. You have to sometimes be rational and go, okay, fear, thank you for warning me, but I'm actually going to push myself and actually go for it. So being kind to yourself. And also sometimes I think it's if you don't go for those things, it's not then beating yourself up. You know, you might have the internal voice that talks yourself out of it and then you beat yourself up again. So you, <laughs> you've piled another bit of negativity on that negative internal voice and then you beat yourself up. So learning to be kind to yourself, give yourself some grace, give yourself some time, give yourself some love and compassion and realize that there'll probably be another opportunity. But sometimes I want you to be kind, feel the fear and then push yourself. You know, if you have a coach, go and speak to them about your fears and they'll help you. And also realize there's lots of other people in the same boat as you. You know, lots of people have that negative internal voice and are going through the same situations. And we all go through rough times as well, like there's big ups and downs in life. And it's in those down times, that's where you may be learning because you might have a breakthrough. And also know that other people have been in very similar situations. So look for inspiration from people that have been in similar situations. How did they get through it? What did they do? How did they successfully come through that? How did they get through the wilderness? What did they learn? And so knowing that other people have been through very similar situations can be helpful. And also just ask for help, get support. People generally are kind to other people. People generally want to help. So sometimes you just need to ask. And if you're a boss or in business or running a business, I think it's just showing that kindness in business as well, like being kind to your staff, being kind to your partners, being kind to your customers, because it ripples out. And I did this BBC Give Kindness a Chance show earlier this year. You can go and listen to it, givekindnessachance.com. And one of the big facts that I was really surprised about, and this came from Harvard and Stanford University, is that when you're kind to one person, it ripples out to 125 people. I'll say that again because it's it's so powerful. When you're kind to one person, that ripples out in three social steps to 125 people. So when you're kind to one person, it ripples to five people. Then those five people ripple out 
to 25 people and then those 25 all then kind to all those other people and that ripples out to 125 people. Knowing that you're kind to either an employee or a partner or kind to another person that you might potentially do business with has a positive effect of rippling out to 125 people. So that's incredible. So just know that. So be kind to yourself and be kind to the other people around you. And it's great to see people like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's just released a book called 12 and a Half, which is leveraging the emotional ingredients necessary for business success. And one of the chapters that he actually dedicates is to kindness, which I think is incredible. So it's amazing seeing big CEOs, big marketing people, people that have got a massive social presence talking about kindness. So be kind to yourself and be kind in business because it has a massive positive effect on you, your family, the community, the people that you work with, the people that you do business with. And we want to make the the world a happier place, don't we? (laughs) Now, speaking of good tips, there's a great app called Wisdom. If you're into engaging with leaders and experts in an audio format, some people have called it Clubhouse versus Masterclass, that you want to check out the Wisdom app. I'm on there as Matt C. If you check out the show notes, I'll put a link to my username there so you could easily follow me. So you could go on to the Wisdom app, download it from the App Store. Follow me, Matt C, that's my username, and you'll get notified whenever I go live. And I'm doing a special live session on Friday the 10th of December, 10am GMT. It's all going to be about the power of visualisation. I'm going to do some really clever and powerful and incredible exercises on that session. So come and join me. Get the Wisdom app. Follow me because I'll be there. I'll be taking questions. And yeah, I can't wait to hear from you. And if you're listening after that date, I'll put the link to that session so you can listen back again in the show notes. So go and check that out. You'll just see in the show notes the link to my talk about visualization on the Wisdom app. So number six, be different. Think about how you can stand out this year. How could you approach the same thing in a different or creative way? And I've had great success by being different, by being a little bit quirky, by being a little bit creative. And the best thing about being different is that it really works in your favour because people remember you, hopefully for the the right reasons, but it gives you amazing leverage. So your marketing doesn't really have to cost as much because if you're clever and you do something differently, you're going to get marketing for free or lots of leverage out of one idea that doesn't have to cost and can get you ahead of other competitors that are putting like thousands or tens of thousands into marketing. So think, how can you stand out? So have courage to stand out because no one really remembers someone just doing the same old thing as everyone else. So have courage to stand out for you, your services, your business, because it will put you ahead. Great ideas don't have to cost because That simple idea, by being different, can give you better leverage and equal great success. And this leads me on to the seventh and last tip for mastering 2022 is storytelling. Get good at storytelling because you can step up and be valuable to people that you don't know, potential customers, 
to inspire people? Have you got a really great story that can inspire others to take positive change? Is there a message in your mess? We talked about downtimes. Is there something that's happened in your downtime that you learn from, that you did something that can inspire others, that can help others? Don't keep that story to yourself. (laughs) Get it out there. Help others. So by storytelling, you could start a podcast this year. You could learn to get up on stage lead an audio room, ask questions, volunteer some advice, do a masterclass, do Facebook lives, do Instagram lives. Get your voice out there. It's important. Your voice has power. You deserve your voice to be out there. So if you've got a fear of public speaking, you can go back and listen to my podcast. I give 10 tips on public speaking. I give loads of tips as well on how to start a podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes as well, because getting a podcast out there, there's still loads of room to start a podcast and build a community and build trust with people and tell stories and get your value out there and help others and help your business. If you run a business, having a podcast is a great way to get people to know you and to trust you and talk about your business and like on this podcast is I really want to help people step into their true potential and that's why I interview some of the best and successful people on the planet everyone has stories even though you may be listening to it and go I don't have a great story to tell I can't help anyone I bet you do have a look if you took an A4 piece of paper and did all your ups and downs like a kind of wave chart like those squiggles to the top and what happened when you were down. And you probably have quite a few ups and downs. I know I have when I did mine, but actually in those ups and downs, and you can just indicate what happened to you in your life, you know, was there a breakup here? Did something go really well here? What happened here when my business was down? What happened when my business was up? In those ups and downs, in those peaks and those lows, you will have learned something. If it's a mess, might have a message in there, but you will definitely have learnings. What got you through? Like I was saying, when you're in those down moments, look to other people to inspire you to get through it. What action can you take? You can do exactly the same. You could inspire other people by you telling them how you got through that dark time, how you got through those dips. Do a blog post about it. Do a Facebook post about it. Do an Instagram live about it. Do a podcast episode about it. Could you help others get through those tough times? Or could you help people reach those successful moments from stuff that you've learnt? So I'd always recommend going and getting Bobette Buster's Do Story book. She's also got Do Listen as well. So I do think Do Story is the most applicable one here because it's all about storytelling. And she, I've had her on my podcast, so you can go and check her out. And she advises people like Disney and Pixar and some of the big film studios in Hollywood and L.A. and all around the world. And she does workshops, which I've been on, which was incredible, and videos about storytelling. So go and check her out because she knows that once you learn and master storytelling, the more people you can help and the more valuable you realise that your voice is important and your voice can instigate change, it can instigate positive action, it can instigate 
positive ripples. It can help you get new business. It can build you followers. It can build you into a leader, can help you in untold ways. And you never know the exciting opportunities that can happen from just telling your story once. Some incredible things have happened to me and some of my clients and people I know that have gone out and told their story. And sometimes you've got to know that actually you need to tell the same story quite a few times because there will always be people that haven't heard your story. And you may think, oh, people are going to get bored with the story. Don't worry, they've heard your story. But there are loads of other people around the world that haven't heard your story. And so tying in your story with your mission, if you've got a mission, that's even more powerful. And if you have a story or a powerful mission, go out and start telling people. Tell more people and learn how to do storytelling well because it will help you and your business. So I hope those tips have been of use to you. Let us know what you think is your favourite or what you think you need to do. Is there any others? Of course, there's loads more advice on how to master 2022. And these are just seven of my ideas. Drop us an email. There's an email in the show notes. You can send us an email at hello at mattcallanan.co.uk. So coming up on the next couple of shows, we've got some amazing guests on the We Make Success Happen podcast, including my brother, Steve Callanan, which should be really interesting. He has just sold his company to Vimeo you know, that really big video platform, a bit like YouTube, Vimeo. Yeah. So I'm talking to him about how he got successful and eventually sold his company to Vimeo. So that should be really interesting. <laughs> Two brothers chatting together about success and life. What tips he would give to other people about building a company and selling it as well. So thank you very much for listening to the We Make Success Happen podcast. I'm really, really grateful of your time. I'm grateful that you continue listening. I'm grateful if you're a new follower and subscriber. It does give me joy to know that potentially I might have helped or someone who has guested on the podcast has helped in a small way. And those ripples of positivity, success and kindness has rippled out to somewhere else in the world. We want to really help you step into a more successful life that's filled with purpose, happiness, better incomes, better family life, better relationships, better communities, and essentially make the world just a little bit happier. So thank you. This is the We Make Success Happen podcast with Matt Callanan.